Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. Another week, another loss, David. Uh, This time the Hurricanes fall to Georgia Tech in overtime. Hurricanes missed three field goals on the day. Um, Gave up a a special teams touchdown. I think that they had a punter throw a long ball. Basically, Miami. It's the same, same, same story we've had, kind of had all season. You know, the special teams are a mess. Uh, the defense doesn't get the stops you need, and the offensive line really wasn't good. And this is just a bad look against a Georgia Tech team that's already lost to the Citadel this season uh, and is transitioning from the triple option to a spread offense. So this is a game they were supposed to win, uh, twenty point favorites, and they lost. Yeah, and you know it. Essentially, this game does boil down to not having a field goal kicker. But with that being said, you know, I don't think you can let the coaching staff off the hook for this one because, you know, there was lots of little things that we saw during the course of the game that added up and and equaled the loss as well. So, you know, I I look at the fake punt pass. Um, You know, DJ Ivy is, is just asleep on that play and. And again, maybe that's not on the coaches, but, you know, DJ I- why is DJ Ivy asleep? Why is he not ready for a potential fake play on, on that play? Because the punt was, you know, fairly deep in Miami territory for a punt. I mean, Miami ch- should have sensed that maybe a, a fake was coming. I think, too, we can get into this more later, but, you know, the defense was wearing down. Uh, late in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter in overtime, uh, they were dealing with some injury issues in the second half, uh, and and the the biggest one appeared to be Michael Pinckney uh, left the game. I think late in the third, maybe early in the fourth, and they put in walk on uh, Ryan Ragoni or Ragone. I don't know exactly how to say it, but it's not your job too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, he. Once he got in the game, it became clear that Georgia Tech was targeting him in the run game. They were running toss plays to his side. Uh, Wherever he was at on the field, that's where the running back was going. And some plays he, he made some tackles, but the majority of the time, to be quite frank, he didn't do well enough. And, you know, let's just get into it, I guess. Uh... I'm not sure they made the right call by playing Ragoni instead of like moving Romeo Finley there uh, uh, and then putting Gilbert Frierson at striker or, or playing Sam Brooks, who after the game, Manny Diaz said, you know, they didn't play Sam Brooks there because Sam Brooks is the backup middle linebacker and Pinckney plays weak side linebacker. Well, in the past, they've kind of told us that basically the middle in their defense, the middle and the weak linebacker positions have virtually the same responsibilities because they look at them both as kind of inside linebackers. So anyways, Andrew, what was your thoughts on all that? (laughs) Well, I mean, I I know we'll probably deep dive in this later. Let's just start here. Uh, Regardless if Miami had a field goal kicker or not, they should have won this game, correct? I mean, just from a talent standpoint... Yeah, Georgia Tech is not good. And look, you look at the numbers, like Georgia Tech's quarterback had a good day for him, and Georgia Tech's run game 
had their best game of the season against Miami's defense, which entered the game number seven in the country in run defense, and they didn't hold up their end of the bargain in that regard either. So, yeah, I mean, the kickings thing is annoying, and it is a reason why they lost the game, no doubt. Okay. Well, let's let's kind of – all right, so we'll talk about the linebackers. Um, you know, we were talking with some other media members, like – at some point, you got to walk over to Zach McLeod and say, "Hey, man, we got to win this game." You know, yeah. I, you still have a game to use. We'll, we'll just kind of go from here. And I mean, I don't want to sit here and be like, "That's the reason they lost the game." But this is another in-game coaching decision where I don't think Manny made the right call, or someone needed to pull him aside on his staff and be like, "We need to make this change now." Um, other things I didn't like. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Uh, the the opening touchdown for georgia tech when, when miami went where they try to run a screen or, or whatever that was said, yeah. yeah they try to run a screen and why do they keep trying to do these long developing plays in their own red zone um you know then they switched off into alignment i don't know if people noticed that on the broadcast or at the game john campbell went in for Navon donaldson i don't I mean, it's just the same thing it's the same story i mean the o-line's not good it's puzzling how many walk-ons are continued to, re- to be relied upon michael parrott being in there uh, I get. I mean, great, cool. Jimmy Murphy can can field some punts, but it's like this roster has been mismanaged, and there's just so many wasted scholarships when you look on that sideline. It's kind of not irritating, but it's like, what are you guys doing? And then for Manny to come out and say after the game that this is a rebuild um, was surprising. Your your takeaway on that? Yeah, I mean, that's certainly the first time we've we've heard Manny say that. Um... Well, he said the op- the opposite, right? Right. Like all off season, even you know in preseason, Manny you know kept putting this message out there that things can get turned around quickly in college football, and you know there was this constant message of hey, if we can fix the offense and get more consistent quarterback play and improve the special teams, we'll be fine. Uh, well, now that Miami's season has really gone down the tubes and and it looks like Miami might not make a bowl game he's gonna uh pump this rebuild message out there and you know look I get it I understand why he's doing it but it just comes across as disingenuous and kind of another first year head coach mistake um it's going to be interesting to see how the recruiting class does hold up moving forward um because whoever you would think whoever the good players in this class are that big-time schools want, they will be circling now moving forward. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the rebuild thing, I don't know. It was – I thought that was a, a poor move today by Manny. Maybe it doesn't matter. It's all just coach speak, whatever, talk. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of disappointing to hear him try and go with that message after the game. Uh, two more injuries I think we should probably talk about. Trajan Bandy didn't play in the second half. Is that correct? I, I mean, believe so, yeah. Yeah, something with his knee uh, to Corey Couch went in there. I mean, again, I know you're down a starter there, but uh, that doesn't really ch- – shouldn't change much, especially against no. uh, that, that Georgia they Tech. They throwing the ball. Yeah, they weren't throwing the ball. And then um, DJ Dallas, I think he was with a lower extremity knee as well. He didn't return to the game. Cameron Harris played fine. I actually thought Robert Burns – was was fine as well but I mean I know the coaches are going to point to that the one I do want to talk about a little is Jeff Thomas being suspended I don't think they win this game if they have Jeff Thomas but I do think this speaks a little bit to bigger issues with the team him just being suspended like other teams don't 
have suspensions like this. And he's a guy who's been suspended plenty of times in the past. Yeah. It's a problem. Um, you know, he is arguably the most talented offensive player. He's the most explosive player, certainly, on offense. And, you know, we saw in that fourth quarter, uh, Georgia Tech will allow some deep shots to happen with one-on-one coverage downfield with Nikosi Perry hitting D. Wiggins. Um, if Jeff Thomas is available, is Miami attempting more of those types of shots and are they having success with those shots that's a question we won't have the answer to i wonder too moving forward like is this just a one-time deal with jeff like you don't know what this means with jeff either because he could certainly decide you know he doesn't want to play at miami anymore we've seen we saw that last year so Anything can happen now with Jeff Thomas. I guess we'll see how this turns out. I didn't even think about that, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, just proves our point. I think if we go back to the previous podcast, I always said that I thought K.J. Osborne was a serviceable punt returner, and he uh, he showed that. So I don't think that's a big loss if that's a change. Um, let's kind of wrap this up. Any positive you want to have out of this game? I guess, you know, let's talk about the, the final question for you I have. Well, who, what do you do at quarterback kind of moving forward here? Are you – going with Jaron or are you going with the Kosi at Pittsburgh yeah I mean my answer to this kind of boils down to the offensive line so I think it's so bad that you need a guy back there who brings some mobility and I think that's Nikosi Perry is Jaron a better passer if he has time yes um, but Nikosi can buy you more time when the protection breaks down he can also be somewhat of a run threat on, on certain plays. And look, I haven't really uh, done a deep dive yet into Pittsburgh, but on paper, their pass rush appears to be pretty good. So I think moving... And look, honestly, like, Nikosi's done what the offensive coaches have asked of him. He, you know, he's managed the game. Uh, his stats aren't impressive, but it that's just not what this offense is about this year. Uh, Manny is trying to make this team's identity about winning with defense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, the, the counting stats aren't there with Nikosi, but I do think he is executing what the offensive coaches want from him. And, look, when Jaron came in the game today, he took a bad sack. Yeah. Right? Um, That's terrible. Um, so, yeah, Nikosi, I mean. Nikosi was only sacked twice for what it's worth. After the game, Manny said nothing's changed at quarterback, so that implies that if Jaron is healthy, he will start. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see if that remains the case as the week progresses. All right, final thing for me: game ball for me goes to Lou Headley. Great punting That's effort. Good. Yeah, A plus for him. Rest of the special teams can get uh, a negative grade. Uh, but that'll do it, guys. Um, stay locked to the site: miami.247sports.com. David thinks Sunday could get real interesting on the recruiting front. Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. But uh, stay locked for all news moving forward. Until next time. Take care.